Hello to all you Vixens fans out there. Clint Stanaway here with the very first episode of season 2020, Here If You Need, brought to you by Deakin University, our great mates at Deakin. Hello to wherever you are in Australia listening to us on the podcast. I've got the great honour of introducing a co-host for this season of Here If You Need. I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, should know who I'm talking about, and that is the legend that is Sherelle McMahon. Hello, Shaz. Hey, Stanners. How are you going? Uh, thanks for that introduction. I mean, I guess uh, lovers of this podcast would know me because I have been a guest on this podcast in the past, so I'm sure that that's, uh, that's where they know me from. And I've got to just say, you're looking very relaxed. What's going on there? We're used to clean-shaven, suit, tie. What's happening? Mm. It's holiday, Clint Stanaway. It's uh, yes. it's stubble. It's a cap. Very relaxed. I, I haven't been able to do much. Holiday, Clint Stanaway. I think that's good. It's a good look for you. <laughs> Tell the bosses I hate shaving, so I'd like to retain <laughs> this for as long as I can. Um, hey, we digress because it's so exciting. The season is finally upon us. We'll get to your situation, Cheryl, really quickly. But in general terms, you must be pumped to see the girls ready for action. Seriously pumped because there's no doubt that at different times over the last few months, we've all wondered whether this season would get underway at all, um, given the situation around the world and more particularly in Victoria over the last little period of time. So to finally be able to go, this game is actually going to get underway is, is really exciting. And what I do know is that the girls... You know, it was a long pre-season already, but with the with the downtime, it's absolutely the longest pre-season anyone's ever done before. But they're ready to go, and um, I'm, I'm sure they're very excited. We've got two special guests standing by. We'll introduce them very shortly, but just to you quickly, because you are joining us as co-host. Um, we know that you've done a huge amount of work in the pre-season um, with the Vixens as an assistant coach, but you made the decision not to travel into the hub um, at this stage. How tough was that for you and, and the family, obviously? Well, it was really tough. I, I, I still feel, you know, I just, re- just caught up with the girls over a Zoom meeting and I miss them all so much. I miss being in that environment. It's um, where I feel, uh, I don't know, in many ways most comfortable in that environment working with um, really elite uh, high-performance groups. So, you know, I'm really missing being a part of that. But just with the extended period of time that was was required and particularly with the lockdown in Melbourne, if, if there wasn't a lockdown here in Melbourne and the quarantine wasn't an issue in having to, when we're crossing borders, it may have been something I was able to work out with the family and the support group I've got around me, but there, there were just many layers that meant it was mm. too tough. So anyway, I'm in Melbourne, but I'll be with the girls every step of the way as much as I can. And we're happy to have you here on the podcast. I'm happy uh, for you to be a co-host this season, uh, which means you're going to have to ask plenty of tough questions and it starts right now. How about you do the honour of introducing our special guests? Yeah, I, I will. I'm good at asking the tough questions uh, to, my, <laughs> <laughs> to my athletes. I'm sure they're a bit nervous and I'm excited because these two athletes are incredible. I always work very closely with superstar goal shooter Maui Kamwenda is joining us and so is Taylor Honey. Taylor, of course, coming off the back of that 
horrific Achilles injury. Unfortunately, she joined a club that I'm, I'm a part of in the Achilles <laughs> rupture club. So she's back into it. So um, welcome, girls. Uh, we see you there. It looks like you're in a hotel room. Uh, is, is that been your situation? Tell us a little bit about what it's like. Um, well, we touched down in Brisbane just over a week ago now and we were swamped with police and border security and we had a lot of forms yet to fill out and then we were quickly swifted off to the, our hotel where we've been ever since. Um, Lucky enough, we are allowed to go outside to train, but apart from that, we are stuck in our hotel rooms. So yeah. one more week to go. Maui, tell me a little bit about what that is like for you. I mean, obviously, we're all used to much more freedom where we are. You girls in Melbourne, there's so much to do and see in Melbourne. What, what has it been like this past week and knowing that there's still almost another week ahead of this quarantine period? How have you been handling it? I know it's hard, but um, we are just focusing on this game. Like, uh, we can't go anywhere because I used to, when I was in Melbourne, I used to go for walk every day. So I find it hard. Like, but uh, each day we like visit some of our teammates. So yeah, so that's good. Yeah, well, Clint, MJ ask Taylor. Me about when, uh, oh, yeah. sorry, Clint. I was just going to throw one more and ask me about how excited you are that the season's only a week away. What about what about you guys? How are you feeling that it's finally just around the corner? It feels pretty surreal. Like it doesn't feel like it's happening. Coming off an injury um, that I sustained late in pre-season 2019 and then having an extended pre-season this season, I'm just itching to go and I can't wait until this weekend. Very excited. Hey, lovely to see you, MJ and Taylor. So just further to um, Shaz's point a little bit earlier, so you're rooming together? Yeah, we are. Yes. And how are you finding it so far? I'm sick of her. <laughs> 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 Yeah, because I see her every time. Like we always check each other. Like uh, in the morning, like uh, you are where to go. Yeah, make sure like, we, we both have missed team meetings. <laughs> so why haven't you checked on each other? So we've been making sure that we check on each other to see that we're ready to go for team meetings. So, have you worked. done anything, anything different to keep yourselves occupied? Um, yes, played a forty-minute game of Uno the other night. Um, wow. A lot of people have been watching Bachelor in Paradise. MJ really loves oh. that show. <laughs> Netflix, um, Nintendo Wii, Mario Kart, a lot of different games. Yeah. And one more, one more from me before I throw it back to Shaz. But I saw that the Netball Victoria family um, had a little present for you when you arrived. What was that? Uh, that was flowers for everyone. So that was nice yeah, for our family to, uh, to send that over to us. So that was very nice. good. That was beautiful. I'm sure it's nice to have those touches from home. And, I mean, we're missing you so much. And, and me, I mean, I'm so used to seeing you almost every day out on the court and I'm trying to imagine what it's like. So from the hotel, you're in quarantine at the moment where you're literally not allowed to leave except to go to training. So you're straight on the bus and then straight into the courts. What, what other procedures sit around that and do you know what that will look like for game day as well as you head in there what sort of things will be different for you given the current circumstances at the moment we obviously have to be very diligent on ams and making sure we are reporting any signs of illness or 
um, anything like that. We do have to get temperature tested before we leave the hotel um, for training. So I know that will also be something we'll have to do at the games. And that also goes for the umpires as well and staff. Um, we do have to clean our seat on the bus before we use it and wipe down any chairs um, on game day that we use. And we all have to have our individual um, bibs, individual chairs. We can't really try to minimise as much crossover as possible. So I know that will all be um, a factor in game day as well. And one of the other things that have been has been a part of going up to the hub to begin with, and I know at different times throughout this quarantine period, MJ has been the COVID test. How have you gone with that? <laughs> oh my, God, my, my first one, I didn't like it. The first one was horrible. But now it hit my brain. Yeah. But now I think the more we did the quite. We've done three. Three times. Yeah, but yeah, it was different. They're not putting it as high up anymore. Well, that's not because it does. Oh. Anyone who's ever had that the, the test, it, it does feel like they're tickling your brain. That is for sure. Oh. They do go right up there. MJ, I want to oh. jump onto court a little bit and just to get a bit of insight as to how the team's ticking, what your mindset is. And one of the big talking points um, for this season has been, of course, the introduction of the two-point shot. I want to know as a goaler and for all those Vixens fans out there, we're very used to seeing you on a beautiful hold, getting the ball underneath the post quite a bit. How are you feeling about the two-point shot and your willingness to put it up? Uh, to be honest, I'm excited about it because most of the people that they think that I can just shoot like under the post because I like holding there. But, uh, <laughs> I don't shoot only under the post. I've been practicing like uh, I can shoot anywhere and people will be surprised to see me like, uh, oh, it's the same MJ. <laughs> and also, that, is, that is a big warning to the rest of the competition right there. MJ I, is going to shoot it from anywhere. I know. Actually, I speak louder than Wade, so I'm just waiting for the game to start. And we have been also practicing the girls like taking their already like um, Tegan and Ketland also like shoot from long range. So we have been practicing a lot. Um, yeah, I'm happy for it. I'm looking forward. And Sherelle, of course, there's there's so many, well, not so many changes, but a myriad of changes ahead of the, the season opener. Um, the Vixens tackled the Magpies, of course. Uh, so the bonus point uh, has been scrapped for this season or shelved, shall I say, an extra time as well, as I understand it. Yeah, that's, that's what's happened. I'm sure the girls are aware of that too. The bonus point um, system has been put to the side. And I, I guess um, one of the things that has been a concern sits around the, the injury risk with the contracted season. Um, it looks like that there'll be games both on the weekend and midweek for a period of time during this season. So one of the things that the competition has decided to do is remove that pressure of winning the, the quarters, I guess. So perhaps the load will be spread right across um, the athletes a bit more. And extra time was coming into all of the games across the season, but they've shelved that as well um, for this one. So, Taylor, and it's an interesting one for you because there's rolling subs coming into it. There are, have been so many things for you as athletes to get your heads around, particularly the, the athletes coming from Melbourne, both you and, and the Magpies. What has that been like? That it's, I don't know if turmoil is the right word, but um, the, the changing nature of what you've been experiencing. This rule's in, those rules are out, you're going tomorrow, no, you're not. It's, there's been a lot going on, hasn't there? 
Yeah, it honestly has felt like there's been a different rule change each day and things are coming in, things are getting scrapped, going back and forth, we're leaving, we're not leaving. So it has been quite a whirlwind. We haven't really known exactly where we'd be or what we'd be doing um, for the past two weeks. But I think the team that just takes all of these new rule changes in their stride and just gets on with it are going to be the ones that are the most successful. And it's good to see that the league has taken the physical well-being of the players um, and put it as their first priority and scrapped the bonus point rule and the extra time because I think that's only going to help players manage their loads better. So, so Taylor, uh, from a playing point of view, you must be jumping out of your skin um, to be back. Uh, Sherelle touched on your injury dramas in 2019 with the Achilles. You join a very elite club, it must be said, one of which Sherelle is the captain. Um, now, do, how, how, is, how is the body, how's the confidence in the body and... And how excited are you ahead of ahead of the, the, the next match, the first match? Yeah, I'm very, very excited. Obviously, we've played practice games in pre-season, quite a few, but nothing will compare to the height and the feeling of an actual game day. So I'm very, very excited for Sunday just to feel that energy again. And um, my body's feeling good so far. The Achilles is feeling great. So no issues on that front. Now, you have been on Media Street, I must, uh, it must be said, during the lockdown. I did see you on Channel 10 News, I believe. Uh, your mum featured and your brother as well. <laughs> yes, they did. We had Channel 10 over um, for the morning and they took a bit of footage of us in our backyard gym that we use so heavily in our time in isolation. And <laughs> I did make a little cameo appearance, so that was fun. <laughs> and, and the family must be must be super pumped for you as well, uh, especially your brother who's it was rookie drafted to Carlton, is that right? Yeah, he was. So I feel like we're all spread across Australia at the moment. Mum and I are up here. Josh is in Perth at the moment. Liv, my sister and dad um, at home in Melbourne. So it's, yeah, it's hard to keep up where everyone is, but um, we're all enjoying our time at the moment. Maybe dad and Liv, not so much. With this, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, no, they're not having fun in Melbourne. Um, <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> What is going to be fun, though, I touched on it before, the first round coming up. It's only less than a week away now. It's against uh, the foes, the Crosstown Rivals. Neither oh. um, of you have, or um, Taylor, has have not stepped out there uh, for a while. MJ, not for a while either, I don't think. Um, so what, what's the feeling amongst the group coming up against the Magpies in round one? Is it something that we're trying to get ourselves up for a bit more or is it just another game? I think it is just another game. We're focusing really on playing our game and what we do well. And I guess Collingwood, to an extent, are also a bit of an unknown, with, especially with their midcourt with the Brown sisters. We're not really sure whether they're going to suit up or not. But um, nonetheless, we're just focusing on if we put our best game plan out, we can beat anyone. So we're not trying to think too hard into that. Uh, Sherelle, that match Sunday 5pm in Brisbane uh, on Telstra TV versus the Magpies, the big season opener for the Vixens. The last time the two clubs met, by the way, who could forget this? You were courtside, Sherelle, as a coach. 62-49 in the semi-final at the State Netball Centre. And that place was absolutely jumping. That was quite a result last time. So stash that one in the memory banks, uh, ladies, because um, we love to beat Collingwood at anything. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Taylor, were you a Collingwood supporter once upon a time? Or are you? Uh, I, yeah, I kind of still am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> make that very clear. <laughs> Only from a football perspective. Let's yeah. get that clear, yes. Sherelle, do you, oh. I'll, I'll pick up here. I was just going to say, um, we've got some questions uh, from our supporters. And, 
and a big hello to our to our members and supporters of the Vixen family because they're going to be the bulk of them watching um, from home, and and we send their send them all our best wishes. Obviously, it is a, a hard time at the moment in isolation. Um, we've got some great. Uh, messages of support which have come through via the social media and and just a note from the club you can get involved and send your messages of support um, to your favorite vixen or the vixens generally Um, the good luck wishes will be uh, gratefully received ahead of this weekend as i say we've got some uh, great questions before which we just want to acknowledge our our great sponsor in deakin university digital is in deakin university's dna 40 years of experience in distance and online learning. Discover why they are the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium, proven, loved. Study online at Deakin. As I mentioned, some great questions, Sherelle McMahon, should come in. I'm going to start um, with uh, Mariam, who asks, we've already covered this, but she says, are you nervous, MJ, for the super shot? She says, I can't wait. I think you will perfect it. Are there any nerves or are you excited about it? Um, I'm not nervous. I'm just excited about it. So, yeah, it would be good. Yeah, because <laughs> I've been practicing every time at training, so yeah. I know that I can do it. Yeah, so I'm so excited about it. She absolutely can do it. I've seen her do it. The, um, the practice matches that we've had, the five minutes uh, where the super shot is in play, MJ has been taking it on, which I have been loving seeing. This is an interesting question. Um, this comes in from Ava. Um, there, no doubt there's been some challenges with both of your careers for, for different reasons, different paths that you've taken. And she wants to know, did you ever reconsider playing netball at the elite level or was that something that you were always going to do? That's to both of you. Taylor first, maybe. Um, I think I've always had, well, everyone has their ups and downs and hardships, but I don't think that I've ever considered not wanting to play elite level. It's always been a goal of mine since I was younger. So um, I do recognise that I have had some tough times, but that's never tough enough to make me want to not pursue elite netball. And MJ, to you? Uh, for me, because I grew up in the village, so it was hard for me to watch some of the girls like you, Sherelle. I was, it was hard for me to watch like you guys in the TV, you know. When you grow up in the village, you don't know that you know, there's like different world like this. Um, when I went to Cook Islands, um to play for Malawi Queens, that's the time that, oh, I see like, oh, there's different in this world, you know. So that's how I was like, oh, when I came over here to Australia, uh, playing for Peninsula Wave, I was like, oh, maybe if I work hard one day, I can play for Vixens because I've been watching you, Shure, for a long time, you know. Yeah. So one day I want to, I want to be like Shure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes, uh, yes, I was very, that was like big, that was like big thing for my country to see me playing like, um, playing overseas, like here in Australia. So, I think well, MJ, just on that, because I know that um, the Our Stories series is going to feature you um, this week. You're the, the upcoming episode, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, and in it, it sort of chronicles um, where you've obviously, where you perfected the, the game of netball and and how the obstacles you needed to overcome to play netball. You know, playing shoeless, people don't, people just don't understand the sort of the intricacies of, of playing um, in your home countries, what's what's netball like um, in Malawi? 
I know people here in Australia, they don't know how lucky they are because um, I said I grew up in the village and I used to work like, uh, I used to work two hours to play netball where I always go to the primary school to, to play netball. And when I started wearing shoes, I was like, I was like 15 to wear netball shoes, but we used like, to play like barefooted, no grip at ball. Like life was different when one of the coaches from Malawi Queens wanted me at the village to go to town. I was like, oh, wow. oh, this is how it is. Like I was feeling heavy to start to start like playing with shoes. I was feeling heavy. I was like, how can I learn? You know, when you used in the yeah. village playing with barefooted, like so things was just like different for me. But and also netball is different in Malawi because. He is fast. Malawi, we are still very slow. We need maybe to get one of Australian coach to help us one day in Malawi. <laughs> <laughs> so that maybe we can be a good team in the future. Well, you never know, MJ. And it, it's such an incredible story. So everyone needs to tune into that, that Our Stories uh, episode about you, MJ, will no doubt be incredibly inspirational. Um, part of your story, both of your stories, unfortunately, as we've just heard, um, is uh, your injuries. And we've had another question come in um, from a fan of yours. It's Rani. Who was your favourite rehab slash dance partner? <laughs> now, some people might know Rani. <laughs> uh, someone you spent a lot of time with when you were recovering. We did. We were our rehab trio. Yes. It was very, we always said that it was unfortunate that we were all injured, but we were very grateful to have each other yeah. because I can't imagine doing rehab by myself, Shirelle, as you said that you did. <laughs> um, yeah, we used to have a lot of little dance-off. We'd play fun music in the gym. It wasn't all bad. Yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a who's, So who's the best dancer generally at the Vixens then? Ooh, sorry? Who's, who's the best dancer? Oh, Lani, Lani is very Lani good. Is pretty good. <laughs> she did show us up a lot. Yeah. yeah, we did some skills from her. Yeah, we did learn a lot in the twelve months from Rani dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And I what did... about Sherelle McMahon? How does Sherelle McMahon go dancing? I've never seen oh, Sherelle dancing. I don't think I've seen Sherelle get dancing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can get to that next week. Yeah. <laughs> Something to look forward to, dear. Uh, one last one here from the socials. Um, Taylor, you might know who I'm speaking about. It comes from Gaza. Gaza wants to know, what's it like being in ISO without your loving brother? Oh, God. That, yeah, that is my uncle, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Uncle Gary. Um, yeah, I'm going fine without my brother, if I'm being perfectly honest. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, no issues on my end. He might be missing me a lot. So, hi, Josh, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would be. I'm sure he would be. Um, Sherelle, just talk to us about the challenge this weekend that is um, Collingwood uh, because they look very different as a team as well, don't they, to, to last year? And, and what advice have you, um, have you imparted to, uh, to the girls up there in Brisbane ahead of that clash? Well, to be honest, I think you've hit the nail on the head of the biggest challenges that they are a little bit unknown because of the, the changes that they've had. They've lost a lot of experience uh, through right throughout the court, really. But um, some of those less experienced players now get their opportunity. And, you know, we always know that that can bring some really exciting stuff out onto the court as well. So 
Um, you know, Taylor mentioned it a little bit before and what's important for this group at the moment is just to focus on, on ourselves and what we do really well because we feel like um, if the, the girls can put out the game that they play really well, stick to that, stick to what we've been working on um, over the last couple of months, then, then they'll put, it, put us in good stead. So that for us is just really controlling the ball, short, sharp play, variation in what we're doing and intense defence all the way over the court. There you go. The coach has spoken or the assistant coach has spoken. I don't want to um, unseat the head coach. But, um, ladies, how tough has um, Sherelle been in the preseason? Especially to you, MJ, as a... Um... <laughs> yeah, Sherelle is tough because um, she, wants us to, she wants us to do better, you know? So, yeah. that's good that, uh, yeah, she always, like, push me there, you know? Because she's my idol, so I, I always listen to her, you know? I love when Sherelle was putting us that. Because I said, like, I want to be like Sherelle. So... When she like teaches us everything, like uh, different skills. So yeah, I just love her. Yeah, when she pushes her. That's the right answer, isn't it, Cheryl? Yeah, I'll give that a tick. Yep, I'll definitely <laughs> give that a tick. <laughs> and, and a special shout out to all the the partners and families, Cheryl. I mentioned your situation off the top. Um, I know they're always hanging out for a. Um, a mention in the podcast and they want their own episode, but to the Vix men who are at home, um, I know that they're, they're um, obviously itching to be their courtside and they can't be at the moment, but um, there's so many uh, friends, families that love to, would love to the opportunity to see the Vixens in action this weekend. Um, and, and again, just one more to you, Sherelle, just in terms of you've done so much travel through your, your time playing internationals at world cups and Commonwealth games um, you know, is there anything that you, any advice you can impart um, to, to the girls about about this sort of experience, this next sort of six weeks? Well, yeah, and I mean, I, I don't think any of us have really experienced quite what's to come for, for the girls who are going to be up in this hub. I think it's going to be uh, for a reasonably extended period of time. And, um, you know, just sitting in on... Uh, a session that we just did just now giving um, everyone who's involved in that some strategies around um, how to tackle it. And I think probably what's a really important thing and what we spoke about is just kind of knowing a little bit about what you like to do because sometimes you can get caught up, caught up in what's going on or always spending time with people and, and it can get quite intense in that environment when you don't have the normal outlet that you normally do, the places that you normally go to and the people that you normally go and see. So just finding space to have those moments to yourself, I think, um, is what we spoke about. One of the things we spoke about and my, in my experience has been really important um, to just allow yourself, find something that you love. For me, it was always reading. I used to read, you know, five books when we were away for a couple of weeks. That's just what I used to love. So finding something um, that allows you a little bit of an escape is going to be really important. I think books have been replaced by things like TikToks. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> I'm not on TikTok, so I can't. I don't know. <laughs> What's your favourite TikTok? Girl? So many, Cheryl. Um, <laughs> MJ and I actually learnt one the other day in our room. Um, it took us a while, but... Um, yeah, a lot of Joe Weston's quite good on the TikTok, I would say. Yeah, she is. 
Yeah. Well, at least you, they look as though they, they take a lot of time um, and, and time is something you've got a little bit of at the moment. So <laughs> that's probably a good thing. Um, hey, ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to have you on this episode, the first episode of Here If You Need for Season 2020. We had the ISO series going back um, a little while, but this is the, the new fresh podcast of Season 2020. Um, just one last one. Have you got a message to the to the fans back in, in Melbourne and around Victoria at what is a really tough time? Yes, we are so grateful to all of the fans. Obviously, we know they would probably want to be up here um, cheering us on, but they, we know that they are with us, whether that's watching from home or whether we have some Queensland-based fans. So that would be awesome to see some Vicks and scarves and beanies um, in the crowd. But nonetheless, we know that they're all behind us and we're really grateful for their support. Yeah, we're the best fans for Vixie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love the smiles um, and the attitude heading into this um, this first round. Um, you ladies, uh, we admire you from afar for for your resilience in in you know getting through tra- the preseason block and all the hurdles you've had to overcome. The patience, um, and hopefully, it reaps its rewards on Sunday afternoon against Collingwood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. Mm. It's been girl. an absolute pleasure. So uh, five o'clock on Sunday, it is the Vixens and the Magpies. It'll be shown on Telstra TV. There's some Channel 9 matches coming up um, in the rounds that follow. Hey, Cheryl McMahon, as, as my co-host, uh, sensational debut episode. I mean, I know you're an experienced hand at this. You had your own podcast last season, which reached uh, great heights. Um, and I'm sure you'll be bringing your A-game each and every week for the members and supporters out there. Will do, absolutely. And I only spoke over you a couple of times, so we'll just iron <laughs> that out, and by next week it'll be... <laughs> you, my friend, are the, you know, a legend of Australian netball. You can talk over me whenever you bloody want. Okay, okay, that's enough of that. Yeah, <laughs> <moving> on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, from me, Clint Stanaway, from Sherelle McMahon, from Taylor and MJ, it's goodbye for now. With thanks to Deakin University, that was Here If You Need, Episode 1. We'll be back next week. At Deakin, digital is in our DNA. With 40 years of experience in distance and online learning, discover why we're the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium, proven, loved. Study online at Deakin. Applications now open.